welcome to the Three Bald Guys Talk Marketing Podcast with Three Bald Guys. Fred Peritsky of FCP Digital, Paul Schindel of Three Bears Communications, and freelance writer Rodney Warner. Thank you for joining us for Three Bald Guys Talk Marketing with me, freelance commercial writer, Rodney Warner. Fred Peritsky, web designer and SEO guru. And Paul Schindel, Three Bears Advertising Marketing Communications, and welcoming our guest today, Mike Perlow, the namesake, chief uh, cook and bottle washer of Perlow Productions, a video production company that's headquartered out of Cherry Hill. Mike, thanks for joining us today. No problem. Uh, yeah, I always say I like the company name so much, I made it my last name. <laughs> and sometimes I say that to people and they actually say, you really changed your last name? <laughs> I said, no. Just, just well, I, you know, I have to stop you right there and tell you that, that I, you know, Three Bears um, was, was formed... I have three sons and everyone assumes that I named the company for, for them. But in fact, the company preceded my youngest son and the name came out of the compulsion to do things just right. The Goldilocks uh, kind of thing. Hence three bears. Mike, how's business and what's, uh, what's the video production world like now that we are in a very peculiar time of COVID-19. It's been interesting and it's been different than I, I think I could have ever envisioned. Uh, I'll be honest that, you know, we were, before all of this happened, we were entering a, a fairly, you know, we weren't crazy busy, but we were, we were, you know, keeping busy with different projects. And, uh, you know, we did have a few uh, trade show and conference related projects that kind of went by the wayside once travel, got canceled and conferences were canceled. We actually exhibited at what I joke is the last conference that's happened on the planet. It was like the, the first and second week of, of uh, March that was in Atlantic City. Uh, and since then everything was canceled. Um, but, um, and then when this all began, you know, we knew we could still do animation because obviously animation is all done in house or remotely. And so there's no restrictions on anything we do animation wise, but certainly, doing any video shoots were pretty much impossible. I had a client very early on say, well, look, are there other ways we could capture interviews? And honestly, when this first began, I was like, no, not really. And that answer has changed considerably in the last month and a half as we have found um, you know, various ways to do what we call remote capture of video and has enabled us to create various kinds of virtual events and virtual productions. And, and what's really interesting is that I think it goes beyond what any of us do. I think society as a whole is finding new and different ways to accomplish things we could not imagine before. Like, as you guys know, you know, cutting your hair. I mean, who thought you could ever do such a great job cutting your hair as you do now? In terms of going with the flow and finding new ways, I understand you've got a, a great thing happening right now for high schools and perhaps colleges where you're actually producing their graduations for for video what's that about you know there's been a lot of emotional there's been a lot of emotion i think nationwide probably worldwide with families and parents and children who were looking forward to their high school and college graduations and when the first 
word of virtual graduations presented itself. Um, there was a lot of, you know, it was like canceling Christmas. And this, that still exists. I mean, there are parents out there floating petitions against them. What I will say that, you know, from the get-go when we started thinking about how we could do a virtual graduation, my thought was much more around, let's create something really cool. Like in general, our videos, we're trying to take, you know, kind of what your, whatever standard pieces there may be of a video production and make them look amazing. So even if it means shooting elements on an iPhone or recording them via Zoom or having schools record certain segments themselves, taking all those pieces and putting them in a really dynamic and cool framework through animation and graphics and music and other elements that we create. And so, you know, there are some schools that are kind of doing the, you know, kind of created ourselves, put it together as best we can, and, and that's what they're doing. Others, um, you know, there've been some online platforms where you can upload your content and they kind of generate a virtual graduation video. We're trying to really customize everyone. So whether it's the look and feel, some of the unique segments we're creating, unique elements we're doing even within the live streaming of their, of their virtual graduation, a lot of people said to me, well, if you're just live streaming a video, produce video, why are you live streaming it? Why not just have the school posted on their website? And so part of what I've really proposed and schools have embraced it is, you know, in this day and age of, of very live TV, DVRing everything and watching content on demand, making it a true community event. And so we are truly going to live stream the production at, you know, June 16th at 7 p.m. or whatever the date and time is that school and we're encouraging each school to say hey join us on in most cases our youtube channel and watch it together people can comment together you know a link you can pause you can watch whenever you want live stream you can pause but you can't fast forward it are you pre-producing any segments i'm thinking you know do you have the principal of the school do a little you know we love you all whatever and the you know the cheerleading squad uh, do do routines at social distance uh, kind of things. It's hard to do some of those uh, jumps and things that way. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, the, the cheerleading squad, we'd need to bring in an expert like yourself, Paul, to, to handle the, you know, the choreography of that. But uh, <laughs> so that has not come up yet, but I'm good to know I have you on speed dial. But no, we, we're, we're really pre-producing almost everything. So whether it's speeches, award presentations, naming of graduates, all of those elements are being shot and pre-produced and put together into a complete, you know, it could be anywhere from 45 minutes to two, three hour long production, depending on the size of the class. It should be fairly similar in running time to a real graduation because one of my big, I think almost requirements in a way is I want every single graduate's name to be said out loud. Mm and to see them in some way, shape, or form, whether it's a photo, a video, some combination. We have some schools that are good with us putting up a full screen graphic with their picture and their name as their name is said. Some schools have us going to their school and shooting video of each student walking across a stage, picking up their diploma. They can't be handed it for obvious reasons. Um, some schools are having each student shoot a little five second video of him or herself saying their name, particularly for schools that have a lot of international names and can be hard to say everybody's name will be said right. So like to me, I'll just give you an example. I don't know if you guys have heard, I think the Fox station and the Fox TV station in Baltimore is doing a virtual graduation that's being produced by that station. And Cal Ripken, for those who aren't sports fans, Hall of Fame Oriole shortstop, is the commencement speaker. So super cool, right? That would be like Eli Manning or Carson Wentz being a commencement speaker in our region. 
except that not a single student's name is being said during the ceremony, because obviously there's probably tens of thousands of seniors in the Baltimore area. So to me, like, as much as Cal Ripken is cool, I want to hear my, my friend, my son, you know, whoever, I want to hear their name said, you know, during the graduation, because that's part of graduation, right? Hearing your name called. So I, I think I know. heard that so, I so, think I heard as well that um, that Oprah is going to do some kind of like a national graduation or something like that. I right. doubt that all the names will be called there either. Let me ask this. Right. Um, I know your your bread and butter is um, comes from uh, certain categories. You do some um, some technology uh, kind of corporate technology video stuff and summer camp uh, recruitment stuff as well. Tell us about those categories. Sure, yeah, so we, we do, you know, between our animation, we have a couple really talented animators that can do everything from highly technical animation to creating original 3D animated characters. Um, so the more technical side of our work, uh, we're lucky enough to have Dell Technologies as one of our clients. We've done a lot of animated uh, sales training, instructional, customer-facing videos for them over the years, done a number of interactive projects. Uh, and thankfully, actually, technology is one sector that I think isn't really being hit that hard by all of this. I saw an interview with Bill Gates a couple weeks ago, and he pretty much said that. He's, you know, they asked him, how do you feel about your stock being as high as it's been in many years? And he was like, well, I'm not a stock market expert, but it's clear that technology is actually becoming more critical during all of this. So I think technology-based customer companies are, they still have to pivot, but they're, they're still doing well. Um, I mean, I know with Dell, they had a couple conferences we were supposed to be doing work with that they simply could not do and other technology companies that we've done work with as well. Uh, summer camps is obviously a very different sector, but it's one of our most favorite industries to work in. We've worked for about nine or 10 years now with day camp and overnight camps throughout the East Coast and in other parts of the country. And typically in July and August, we're there for anywhere from three to six days at a camp shooting video, interviews, aerial footage, all kinds of things and making really cool recruiting videos, promotional videos, aerial tour videos, as of, of today, some of the camps that we work with, we weren't necessarily going to work with in the summer, but camps we work with have already announced they're not going to have camp this summer. Many are still deciding. I can tell you that when I've spoken with camps about potential projects we discussed, they all pretty much said, and it was what I expected, that you know we really can't commit to anything related to marketing until we know what's happening. And I honestly, my guess is, this summer is not going to be a summer to shoot video, even if they can exist, because how they're going to function. It's funny. I was watching some of our camp videos recently, and the things we take for granted, just watching kids, you know, hanging out together, right? Like, yeah, the, the, even the video, the video of a camper running around with a mask on is not quite the, the same, same message that you want to put exactly. out there. So I, I don't know that any camp, the only videos I could see a camp doing this summer and this would be something they need to do almost like now are here's what we will have in place this summer, right? So that's a very different video, but I really don't think any camp, I can't imagine financially and strategically why any camp would create recruiting videos for the future this summer, you know, from a business perspective that will obviously take a hit there, but thankfully, you know, we found other opportunities for, for work, which will, you know, will make up. For well, that. and I assume that the videos that you shot last summer, to recruit people for this season will keep for possibly with some tweaking, some editing for next, for a year from now, if, if that's the case. 
Yeah, I mean, most of the videos we create for, for camps and, and really clients in general, we try to, try to make them somewhat timeless, right? We try to avoid references to certain years or certain, you know, anything that would date a video. Um, so yeah, I mean, this these videos will have, I mean, they say that a typical camp video usually has like a five-year shelf life, depending on the camp, although we have camps that want to update their video every other summer, every summer, but nothing that we did for, that we shot during summer 2019 will suddenly be dated for summer 2021. You know, one of the big things, and I don't know what your conversations have been with all of your clients, but I really think that like right now, even businesses that can't function, there's such a huge audience out there between social media and online in general that if you are not marketing yourselves, promoting yourselves, putting your content out there, you are just missing. As my colleague said, it's like the Super Bowl is on TV every day in terms of the online and social media audience. And, and I can tell you like our experience, we have gotten in front of people, I have personally gotten in front of people that never knew of Perlo Productions, that I never knew. In some cases, they'll mean opportunities now. In some cases, there'll be opportunities down the road. And I've seen like our online traffic. It's, I mean, it comes from effort too, right? Like you guys know you can't just, it's, you know, tree falls in the woods, nobody's there. But if you are putting yourself out there and connecting yourself with your right audience, uh, right now, it's just. Yeah, I, and Mike, I, we've I, talked about that a lot. Uh, we've talked about that on a lot of our podcasts recently, especially since we've been doing them on Zoom during the, COVID-19 crisis about how people need to use technology more. I was going through your website and I really liked some of the businesses that you do, especially the, um, the classic car insurance company. But something that really struck me was your section on how you can help people during COVID-19. Can you talk a little bit about the offering that you have? Because that, that attracted me right away, the animated services. You're offering a special to people that I think would be people would be interested to hear about that. Yeah, well, I'll, uh, it's funny because I was just thinking about this earlier today with talking to somebody, and I would say that like taking a step back a month or so ago, when this all began, I mean, honestly, I didn't know if we were going to get any business whatsoever, honestly. And so my first thought was the one thing I know is people are scared to spend a penny. They're holding on to every dollar they have. And we all know when budgets are slashed, the first thing that goes is marketing. We all, we all live that world. And so to me, I said, okay, first of all, I completely disagree with that premise of dump your marketing uh, for a variety of reasons. But secondly, I need to find some ways to encourage people to not think that way and help them to be able to do something, right? So I co-hosted a seminar early on that we called, you know, don't make marketing a four letter word. And really it was almost, if anything else, a pep talk to people that at that time they really needed. And just saying like, don't live life in the dumps. Don't give up on what you're doing with your business. You know, keep out there, get yourself in front of people. And so then I said, okay, we're going to give people this advice, but you know, I mean, frankly, we're not a low cost option in general as a production company. Mm -hmm. And I know that even the clients that could afford to work with us in the past, we're not going to be able to spend that kind of money now in, in, in most cases. And so I said, listen, we need to find some creative ways to help people in some cases, just as a courtesy. And in some cases, just be able to do, and as I like to say, help the market creatively, you know, during this crisis. So uh, as you mentioned, Fred, you know, our animated videos, which are not a small investment because we do some very high level mm -hmm. animation. We, we, and I've never been one to say, oh, we're cutting our prices. That's never been my philosophy, but I felt like right now, if I could offer some really great opportunities for companies to work with us on animated videos at a substantially reduced price, I'll be honest with you, 
Fewer people have taken advantage of it than I thought would, including some of our existing clients who I joke like could get an amazing deal on additional versions of their videos right now. But I, you know, so in some cases, people haven't taken as much advantage of that. I will say though that one of the things we were doing a lot early on was offering to any business out there that if they created or shot their own little video about their business or you know tips that if they sent us the video file we would add graphics with their name and title and their logo and all that to the video to make it look that much better and more people have taken us up on that uh, and that was a totally courtesy free service that we just did it was kind of our way of, of giving back and and i think the other part was i've actually probably spent more time talking to people about their marketing than just let's do videos right now right really talking about their strategy and you know even things like you know with web development and, and seeing websites that were just a mess or you know people that had social media i mean i one website i looked at had all the social media icons at the top of the home page and they all went to wix so oh, no. i'm guessing your audience out there i've seen i've seen it. that a lot yeah right? that's yeah. not that's not a good look at all right. and yeah. instantly i have to jump in and and say because as as you pointed out and as we've we've all uh commented it is kind of the knee-jerk reaction of of many to stop marketing when the, when the market goes weird, and there are now decades of of, um, of research uh, that shows that if you do stop investing in marketing during during downturns and during weird times, it costs you anywhere from three to seven times as much to regain your position. That's a public service announcement. I'm happy to provide that. <laughs> Paul, I'll share a little story without naming names. Uh, a gentleman that you and I both know, we were on a call with recently, and during the call, I had talked about some videos we were doing with another person on the call, and this gentleman said, you know, I really want to do videos for my business, blah, 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 but obviously not now. And so I emailed him after the call and I said, so why obviously not now? And I said, just to be clear, this isn't me saying hire Perlo Productions to your videos. This is me saying, why not now? Why are you thinking not now? And the funny thing is I got on a call with him like the next day and I made it very clear to him like, listen, you know, my goal here is to help you get away from that not now mentality. Not, I said, if you can do them yourself, that's fine. Um, and we spent like an hour and I I joked that I felt like I was his personal trainer, giving him like a little boot in the butt saying, get off your butt and, and do something. Because he admitted to me he's he was making excuses. It was like the, the person who doesn't go to the gym because they can't figure out how to get there four or five days a week. And it was the same kind of thing. He didn't know where to start. He felt like if he does one video, he's got to keep doing them. And I said, well, that is the idea. I said, but but do one, you know, do one and start there. And And so I think, you know, a lot of people are intimidated whether it is posting on social media or creating creating videos or thinking in new ways with what they do as a business um and so that, that's really something i've tried to you know help encourage people and i think right now if your only answer to people is do this and spend lots of money i think that's hard right and showing people ways to do it more creatively and saying listen i'm happy to give you my advice and help if you want my professional expertise there would be some cost with that, but I'm also willing to kind of, you know, get creative with you about that too. That kind of raises an interesting point because, and I'm going to ask this question in, in, in two parts. You know, we all now have devices in our pockets that by many of us, most of us have, have devices that can shoot high quality, high digital, high, um, high definition vi 
video. And so the two-part question is, before, you know, March of this year, what did you say to people when they said, well, I could shoot this on my phone, what do I need you for? And how do you deal with that now, given that in some cases, shooting uh, a video on the phone is kind of the only option that might be that might work. It definitely has been a pivot in my mentality. Like I said, use the words, use your iPhone to shoot the video were never uttered from my mouth before. And frankly, I would get calls in the past from people that would say, you know, hi, we're calling you because we were thinking of shooting this video ourselves. We were thinking of just doing this with our iPhones, but we wanted to see what it would cost to have you do it. And, you know, that's like, you know, one of the fine steakhouse and saying, we were thinking of making a burger in our backyard grill, but we thought we'd find out what it would cost to come here and have a nice steak. I don't think I've become hypocritical. I think I've just kind of adjusted to the realities of what's going on right now. But here's the other thing, because we had this conversation with a client just the other day who wants, is ready to do some videos and they need some footage of their product being used by a person. And I said, well, we could shoot it on Zoom. We could have you shoot it in an iPhone. I said, or we could do it through animation. I said, but with an iPhone, you can't shoot creatively the ways you can with a professional camera in terms of the angles, medium, tight, and wide shots. You're just more limited with what you can do on the depth of field you can get in the lighting and the, all those things. So, so there's no doubt. I mean, there are limitations to what we can do right now, um, but we can do more than I thought we would be able to do. So my answer is, yeah, right now, that's what we're doing. Although already we have you know, schools and other clients asking us about coming to shoot video and we're just making sure that it's you know done with social distancing in mind and i'm very clear that i don't want to be the bad guy on the day of the shoot when six people are all around my team because that's just not acceptable you know i make sure if, if i'm talking with a client about possibly coming to shoot something on location that we know literally what the dynamics will be um, but for now uh yeah i say to people listen if you can capture yourself to, uh we actually found a great app i don't have the name in front of me right now but there's an app that they upgraded their, their upgrade used to cost that you could get a, a function on it to roll teleprompter and then record. And they, they upgraded that to be all free. So you can literally like, I forget the name of the app, I'll have to look it up. But anyhow, it's great because you can put text into the app, scroll it and read it and record yourself on video through their app. And, um, and that's, you know, that's a good, good approach. Um, but I, I, I'm kind of talking around your question, Paul, but I think, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I think what's happening now is just the reality, right? I don't think, you know, to use my favorite personal trainer analogy, I don't think personal trainers are going to suddenly say, you know, moving forward, don't come to the gym, just watch me on Zoom and let's work out together, right? I mean, I don't think any of these things are going to happen. I think all of this will definitely become a different part of, of communication, definitely. Like, we've already said, we love the idea of being able to have Zoom conversations with more clients than just get on the phone because it is a nice way to be able to look at the person and talk to them and know that you have their attention so to speak but you don't always know if you're just a phone call so um so i, I embrace it i mean i think it's you know it is relatively short-lived but as long as it exists we're gonna do all we can to, to make the most of it mike when, when people come to you for videos for their website are they looking to uh, number one enhance the, the look of their website or are they also looking to you to help them with their uh, search engine optimization through video? A lot of times it's funny, people come to us and want to do a video and want to ask them the question of what is the purpose of this video? They don't always have a great answer. They just know they want a video. So I try to talk to them about that. 
I would say the more often than not, though, that the general goals are they want to use it for, you know, sales, marketing, growing their brand name. They want to add some nice elements to their website. You know, the SEO piece, I, I tell them, like, I, I sometimes will ask, who do you work with for your SEO and, and Internet marketing? And sometimes they well, do that, it themselves. That, that's, where th that, that's where, you know, several bald guys can, can help out. Yes. Among other things. And I will say that, unfortunately, as you guys well know, there's far too many people out there doing SEO and all of that that are just taking money from people's bank accounts and doing nothing with it. It kills me when I see that. A hundred percent. Yeah. I always, you know, I always used to say that there's a lot of them are selling like black magic, but there are a lot of companies also that, you know, that I work, one in particular that I work with, I won't mention their name right now, who is really amazing. And it's, I didn't realize the science behind it where right. some of them are, I just have like a magic behind it, but there are others that really have the scientific experience behind it and really can make a big difference in your website. So it's hard to find those people, but it's important. Well, and of course the, you know, the key to um, having, having good SEO is more than anything is having good content to begin with. Of course. Um, this is the point where I make a little plug for Rodney who does uh, content creation for, um, for a bunch of uh, different clients, especially in the lead professional fields like, uh, like the legal field where he has a lot of expertise. I'll be happy to share it with anybody else too. So what's your takeaway, Fred? My takeaway is uh, one thing that I've thought about a lot and we've talked about and uh, Mike hit the nail on the head. Just because we're in a downturn, don't stop your marketing. You should increase it and not just increase the, the spending. You should increase what you're doing across different platforms. So don't stop marketing just because business is down. Because as Paul said, and we, we know that once the downturn is over and you stopped your marketing, it's going to be tough to get your business back on the map. How about you, Paul? If I were making making a video today, I'd be calling Mike Perlow because he knows how to do it the the easy ways and the hard ways. And sometimes you need the right mix of those things to to make a good production that really communicates your message. Listening to this conversation, what comes to mind is necessity is the mother of invention. You know, we're we're kind of in tough times, and you know, when things are going well, you can be kind of fat, dumb, and happy, and and just rely on the same old, same old. But when things are a little more weird, you have to be much more creative. And I think that might develop a skill set and some experiences that might help us all in the future. You know, when, when a client is in a jam or something weird is going on, then maybe we can, maybe we can start to think creatively. So Mike, if somebody wants to contact you, what's, uh, how, how would they do that? Website is perloproductions.com. You can email me, mike at perloproductions.com. Best phone number is 856-669-1669. As my boys both know the number, they've known it since they were little because I say it way too many times in front of them <laughs> on phone calls. And uh, and if you Google Mike Perlo or Perlo Productions, a few too many articles come up. Uh, uh, so so yeah, and, and honestly, like I always say, I'm always happy to talk marketing videos ideas don't feel like you have to call me because you're ready to do a video if you want to bounce some ideas off me show me something you've done yourself i'm always happy to give feedback and, and the most important thing i will tell you is i want to make sure that what you're doing is done well whether you're doing it yourself or we're doing it or we're working together that that to me is the most important thing we don't we don't take on projects that we can't do the right way and if somebody wants to do it a way that we don't think makes sense 
we'll be honest with them. I, 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 I feel like, you know, companies hire us just like they hire all of you guys because we're experienced professionals. And if we're not going to share our honest opinion with them, then, you know, why are we working with them in the first place? Um, no different okay. than, you know, you go to a doctor. If you're going to go to a doctor, listen to the doctor. If you're not going to listen to the doctor, then why are you going there in the first place? And that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> well, we'll have that conversation some point in the future. Thank you, Mike Perlow. Uh, I'm guys. Paul Shindell, Three Bears Advertising, Marketing, Communications. Paul at threebears.com, 609-688-1400. That's me. Who, who else is there? Cool. Fred. <laughs> Fred Peritsky, FZP Digital, full service digital marketing agency specializing in web design, SEO, and SEM with offices in Richboro, Pennsylvania, and downtown Philadelphia, PA. You can reach me at Fred at FZPDigital.com, 215-867-8617. And Mike, I will be talking to you soon about some animated video for uh, at least my new website, which I've been trying to build for quite a while. But as you know, doing something for yourself always gets put on the back burner. And I'm Rodney Warner, a freelance commercial writer. Shoot me an email at rodney at rodneywarner.net. You can check out my website at rodneywarner.net. And uh, thank you once again, Mike. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Fred. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank, thank you, you for subscribing. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us at the Three Bald Guys Talk Marketing Podcast. Please join us again next time. Check out our website at three, the number three, baldguyspodcast.com. Until next time, may the good marketing be yours. Thank you.